This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Listening Room. My name's Ken Young and uh, we're going to be listening to some wonderful music in the next hour or so, um, beginning with some... Uh, Mendelssohn, he visited Scotland in the late 1820s and uh, he made a trip out on a boat to visit Fingal's Cave in the Hebrides and uh, apparently he was actually quite seasick on the journey but it didn't stop him from later on writing a wonderful, wonderful overture for orchestra entitled either the Hebrides but subtitled Fingal's Cave. Let's have a listen to that right now.
Such a good piece, such a good piece. That was the Hebrides Overture, as it's commonly known, Fingal's Cave by Felix Mendelssohn. Uh, he originally wrote it in... 1830, but he revised it again a couple of years later after that. And that performance uh, from a 1970 recording, we heard the BBC Symphony Orchestra conducted by Sir Colin Davis. Moving on now to uh, a well-known and well-loved piano piece by Franz Liszt, which was uh, first published in 1850, um, Liebestrom. He wrote three pieces called uh, Liebestrom, or... um, sort of translates as dreams of love and number three is the most well-known so I'm going to play you now Liebstrom number three and uh, nothing much more to say really let's have a listen to this wonderful young pianist from Christchurch whose name is Lishin Shang and this comes from a rattle release made a couple of years ago of an album that uh, Lishin performed in and uh, the the, uh, the album itself is just simply called Play Play Lishin Shang so he's going to play for us now Liebestrom number three by France List.
such a talented young pianist. That was uh, Lishan Shang, um, who's still in his late teens. Um, lives in Christchurch. Well, he may be studying in the States now. I'm hoping he is. He's a huge talent. And it was from a rattle release called Play, a piece by Franz Liszt, which you may well have recognised, called Liebestrom. Liebestrom number three, in fact. Moving right along to a composer whom I've not presented on this program before. Uh, he's, uh, his name is Philippe Verdelot, and uh, he was a French composer of the Renaissance who actually spent most of his time in Italy, most of his life in Italy. He was uh, born in 1475 and died in 1552, as far as we know. And he's sort of known as the father of the madrigal, and I'd like to play you one of his madrigals now, uh, performed by... Concordia conducted by Mark Levy and it's simply entitled Italia Mia.
gorgeous. That was um, very old music. <laughs> Philippe Verdelot. 15th century, well, he lived from, as I said, from, uh, what, 1475 through to 1552. It's just quite a good age in that, those times, I would have thought. Wonderful piece of um, vocal writing, a piece called Italia Mia, or My, My Italy, um, which was performed there, I thought, beautifully by uh, an English ensemble by the name of Concordia, whose director is Mark Levy. Uh, now to another Italian composer whose name begins with V, um, Verdi, a little bit more well-known perhaps. And uh, in 1887, there was the first production of his penultimate opera, Otello. Um, it was performed in Milano first. Uh, but later on, it was quite the fashion uh, in 19th century uh, opera circles to composed ballet music during an opera and uh, Verdi didn't do this for the original Otello performance but in 1894 he was commissioned to write a short ballet for a French production of Otello uh, and this takes place during the third act but um, it's not really performances of Otello now very rarely include the ballet music but it's fun music to listen to nonetheless and so I'm going to play the ballet music from Matello now with a performance by the Orchestra del Teatro Comunal de Bologna conducted by Ricardo Chailly.
such fun. That was the ballet music written by Verdi uh, in 1894 for his ballet written previously, entitled, well, for his opera, I should say, the ballet music written in 1894 for the previously written opera Otello. It was performed for us uh, there by the Orchestra del Teatro Comunal de Bologna and conducted by Ricardo Chailly. Now for some Beethoven and uh, a movement from a uh, sonata for violin and piano. Uh, violin sonata number four in A minor, opus 23. I'd just like to play you the rather splendid Allegro Molto Finale, the third movement from this beautiful sonata. And it's played for us here by Bel Histrova and Michael Houston. Thank you. 
Beethoven is the best. Um, the third movement that was of the fourth violin sonata in A minor by Ludwig van Beethoven. It was played for us there by the Bulgarian-born violinist Belhistrova with our very own Michael Houston on the piano. And that comes from a collection uh, recorded by Rattle Records of Auckland and um, yeah, released, released on Rattle of uh, Bella and Michael performing all ten recorded uh, recording all ten of the Vincent Artists of Beethoven. It's a very, very good set. Moving on now um, to an, uh, an English work by one of my favourite English composers. And um, uh, there's a set of poems, 63 poems, in fact, called A Shropshire Lad, uh, 63, a collection of 63 poems by A. Houseman, which was first published in 1896. Uh, now, the young George Butterworth, well... He uh, unfortunately was killed on the Somme in 1916, aged just 31, so he was always young. But he discovered these poems and set 11 of them for voice and piano uh, in 1911 and 1912. And then in 1913, just before going off to war, he wrote an orchestral rhapsody based around uh, themes and the music in general of the song cycle. And it's that orchestra rhapsody which I'd like to play for you now. A Shropshire Lad Orchestra Rhapsody by George Butterworth here, played for us by the English Symphonia, conducted by Neville Dilkus.
I just love that piece. Beautiful piece of music written by George Butterworth, wonderful English composer who unfortunately was lost to us far too early during the First World War. That was his orchestra rhapsody, A Shropshire Lad, and it was performed for us there by the um, English Symphonia, conducted by Neville Dilkus. Finally on today's programme, I'd like to play you a piano work by Chopin, who once said, the piano is my second self. And of course, this is really evident in pretty much everything he wrote for the instrument. I'm going to play you the fourth of a set of four mazurkas, Opus 33, which were written and published in 1834. Here it is played by Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli.
That was the number four of the Opus 33 Mazurkas by Chopin, played by Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. In fact, we have a minute or two to spare, so I'm just going to see if I can line up uh, a very quick of one of these mazurkas. This is uh, number one from the Opus 60. No, this is. Oh, hold on. Yes, it's, opus, it's number one from the Opus 68 set, played by the same amazing pianist. That was number one of the Opus 68 Mazurkas by Friedrich Chopin, played for us there by Arturo Benedetti, sorry, Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. And that is about all we have time for today, I'm afraid. Um, I've really loved having your company on the show, and I hope you can join. Sorry, I hope you can join me again at the same time next week here in the listening room on ORFM. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.